it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's not what you wanted. <laughs> Wasn't what you were expecting, Adam. I don't know. I never had too many letters sent to me, so same. When I get a letter, I uh, I'm excited. It's not a bill or a bill collector. Yeah. It's a. Mm-hmm. It's a letter. I think it's cool that he uh, sends out Thanksgiving letters. Can you imagine if you got a letter from Jesus? No. I don't. No, I don't want that. No. No. Probably shed a lot of light on your life. Uh, do you want a letter? Or a, a report up until now? <laughs> I mean, do you want to see how you did from day one to now? You want a whole report? I've been making this timeline and I've been putting it off. It's a lot of hard stuff you go through in life. You Wait. Ever- you ever sat down and made a timeline of your life? Well, that's what I was just going to get at. You are just now making a timeline yeah. for yourself from yeah. date, like birth till now? Yeah, first, like, memory. So from about three to now? Uh, yeah. And you're writing it down, like, in a journal? In a Excel document. <laughs> oh, that's good. You know, the last job application I put in, I was like, are you good at Excel? What'd you say? No, because I don't use Excel. I use Google Docs, but I have Excel. Yeah, that's a, no. Google ex- Docs has Excel in it. Excel is Microsoft. Google Docs uses Excel. It's kind of the same formats, mm-hmm. but you have Google Docs, Google Sheets, Google this and that, and then you have Excel Sheets, Excel but uh, they they kind of do the Sheets, same thing. That's Excel, bro. It's Google. It's Excel, though. You know what? I'm gonna let you do what you need to See do. That? That's for business formats and stuff. But if you've got a timeline on there, I mean, I'm not knocking you. So I do, dude. And it's I'm not. It goes so far. I've gotten from. Hold on. Does that help you? I've gone from age five to age twenty-eight to present. Hmm. Does that help you? I mean, it's kind of hard to do. Like trying to remember stuff. What are you trying to remember? Everything. Why? Important moments in your life. Why? Because those are what we base the stories that we believe. Is that what we're supposed to do as Christians? I think in order to really understand why you are the way you are or who you are is to do that internal reflection and figure that out. Figure out what events happened to you up to this point that made you believe who is you it are. Possible 
to start over again and let go of all that? Yeah, you have to. You have to, but if you keep reminding yourself. Well, it's the thing is a lot of events in our lives are, you know, repressed. You know, the negative, yeah. the negative, right? Because a lot, everybody has that negative event or those negative moments. Uh-huh. But your brain will repress some of that. So trying to unlock it is extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. Emotional. Right. Because your brain is, has been designed that way to protect you, right? Mm-hmm. But then also, as humans, I think that we develop this sense of pride in who you are or who you, who you become, right? Yeah. And when you go back and you try and dig all that stuff up, your brain's going to fight you because that attacks your pride. Mm-hmm. Like those stories that you've made, whether true or false, they're protected by your pride mm-hmm. because they're created by your mind mm-hmm. and then your pride's like up oh, yep that's what happened that's who I am that's what that's why this happened that's you know so then your brain is it, it you try to dig up that bad stuff like oh maybe that wasn't really the truth maybe that wasn't the really the real story you know I because I, you when you reflect on the thoughts that you had as a kid kids aren't good at telling stories no. Right? So most of those stories have lies in them mm. or assumptions, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, as a kid, you assume. And as an adult. But I just don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, but, I'm not even halfway through it, dude. No, like, but. Uh, I have to keep adding lines and time ages and trying to remember all that and how it worked. I'm just like, Whoa. it's hard. Matthew six thirty four. What's that? It's the red letters when Jesus was speaking. He said, uh, "This is for the future," but he said, uh, "Don't worry about tomorrow." Yeah, for tomorrow about, about itself. And he also said somewhere about being born again. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't worry about all that junk in the past. Yeah. Stop. And uh, worry about what you're doing day to day. And uh, keep going forward because none of that stuff matters anymore. Yeah, it's already been done. But and you can't you can't change it. Uh, and if it doesn't do your mind good to dwell on those things, mm-hmm. to think about it, then you need to let it go. It's hard. I know for me it's especially hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you get reminders from whether it be family or... Yeah, so, but I think it's... Situations, it just it always come up and, you know, we were talking about dreams earlier. <clears throat> like the dreams you were talking about have some historical evidence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The dreams I was talking about, they shouldn't really have historical evidence for me. 
And it doesn't make any sense. You I've know? listened to theologians and Christian scholars and stuff like that talk about dreams, and they're just like, it's just that. It's a dream. Don't pay any attention to them. There's people that want to analyze your dreams and the colors in your dreams, and this is that. Yeah, ah, your teeth ah, falling they're out. Like, <laughs> they're like, don't, don't, don't listen to those people. It's, uh, And I don't. I live. I've tried my hardest now to live for the now. And our pastor, you know, I talked to him last night and he sent me a uh, a Bible verse this morning at six o'clock this morning. And he said, hey, you know, I just want to let you know that I've been praying for you and uh, sent me a Bible verse. And it's funny because he sent me like the whole Bible gateway. Like I had to get into the whole thing to find it. I'm like, you could have just maybe typed it out. Screenshot. I think it's, uh, let me make sure, but I think it was 1 Thessalonians 2.25. 1 Thessalonians 2.25. I'm pretty sure. We're about to have a Bible breakdown? Just, no, 5.24. 5.24. And, uh. And I, I was like, okay, you know, when your pastor texts you, you're just like, yeah, hey, hey, thanks, you know. But something was like, just look at the verse, look it up in your Bible study, look it up in your, and look at it. And so I really did, and I looked up different versions. He sent me the NIV version. NSAB 1995? Nope, he oh. sent the NIV, the one that all the NSAB 1995 people are like, that's crap. <laughs> But I looked up both versions, uh, and, they, and they basically say the same thing. Um, no, they don't basically say the same they thing. Do. They say the same thing. Yeah. Little words are changed here and there, but it's the same thing. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. And so I looked up the NLT, and it said, uh, uh, oh, shoot, hold on. It was... I liked the, uh, so he sent me that one, but I liked the NLT version of it um, because it painted a clear picture. So you got that um, 524. God will make this happen. For those, for he who calls you is faithful. God will make this happen. Yeah. And so the NIV version said what it said. And then I looked at the NASB 1995 and 2020 and <laughs> everything. And, and it was all basically the same New thing. King James. The NLT. No, I, you know, I forgot to look that one up. That would have been a good one. But God will make this happen. Yeah. And so the conversation I had with him was like, Man, I want to do this. I want to do that. But I don't have this and I don't have that. I don't have college degrees. I don't have... I've wasted my whole life away of this and that and partying and boozing and, you know, basically trashed everything. And I'm like, I don't know what I can do now. And he's and last night, he's like, well, you know, We'll pray about it and this and that. And and you get to a point in your life when you're struggling, you're like, well, 
pray in one hand and in the other, see which one fills up faster. You know, my grandpa's old saying, you know, hope in one hand and in the other, see which one fills up faster. You better go for that. And I've lived by that mentality my whole life. And so I put myself out there in a couple of different arenas in employment that are way left field of what I've done. Right. I've told my wife and I've told you and I've told you and my wife, (laughs) uh, you know, I've worked construction since I was 12 years old. Yeah. It's all I've ever done. I'm going to be 40 next year and uh i'm done i'm done with it you know in the beginning bible studies were you know we went oh you're in a field to talk to people that are lost and people that are struggling and i've done that but i feel the lord is pulling me away yeah because it's so much of a you know i i think the lord knows my heart and and when I get into those fields, it's like, oh, he's like, oh, okay, reel it back in. Like, there's so many different influences. But, yeah. um, you know, we talked last night, and he's like, well, we'll do then this morning, he sends that text. And then all morning, I'm like, okay. So I did a study. I did a short video I haven't edited yet on what that means to me, uh, what that mean could mean to other people. Mm-hmm. And like I said, God will make this happen. I had to be really careful. Uh, God will make this happen. Uh, There's a lot of people out there that are really putting all their hopes and dreams and everything on God will make this happen. Right. And they're like, but it's not happened yet. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Uh, I was like, I thought somebody (laughs) was ringing the doorbell. Ding. But I was like, okay, so... Is he going to make this happen? There's people out there that are that are waiting years, and and nobody. What I wanted to tell people is there's no. It could be today. It could be in ten seconds. It could be in ten years. Yeah. It could be in on your deathbed. Yeah, you may not ever see it. In this life, mm-hmm. but then you get to the gates of glory. You get to heaven, and there it is. God made it happen. But I sat there and he's like, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. And then, uh, you know, I get a phone call in in the middle of the day from my employer. And he said, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I know things are tight right now. Uh, put in your time card 40 hours. Yeah. I'm going to pay you for 40 hours this week. Even if you didn't do anything. And I'm like, Big whoop, like, right. But then I'm like, God's going to make this happen. And I know that my heart has been in the ministry. It's been in this and that. And every time I think, how am I going to do this? How am I going to buy Christmas presents this year? Yeah. Keep a smile on my face. The hours that are available for work, I give to my coworker and and the other coworker. And I'm like, you guys take mine. I'm not going to show up. You guys can have it. And then I think, well, you're a big stupid idiot. Like, how are you going to even, you can't buy your wife nothing. You can't buy nobody anything for Christmas, whatever. And then I get a text that has 1 Thessalonians. God will make this happen. 
And I'm like, Ooh. Mm-hmm. okay, yeah, great. And then I go out there and I'm on my trunk of my car with my Bible open and I got my selfie stick set up with the camera and I'm writing down all these commentaries and I got to do this video and this video. Right after I did one after First Timothy 4.12, my phone rings during the middle of it and I'm like, Fuck. it was me. Now, because oh. you don't ever call. And so... I mean, I called you tonight, but... You only call when you're like, do we need drinks? But I... Uh, <laughs> what if that doesn't sound right? Pre sons for the youth group. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then... Uh, and the answer's always yes. I got... Yeah, he's These like, hey... drink so much juice. Put your 40 hours in. And so I'll get a paycheck Friday for 40 hours that I didn't work. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was one of my vacations. But... <laughs> Like, hey, here it is, and then go ahead and do this. Oh, okay. But be patient, and God will make it happen. It's funny that you talk about Get you through another week. Because I do, like, when I put my son to bed, we listen to the Bide, right? And there's the kids' stories. And he picked one. And I we've listened to all of them. But he picked this one, and I don't remember listening to it. And I'm, I'm laying there with him and actually, like, listening, actively listening. And it's Psalms 37.4. Mm-hmm. Do you know that one? No. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. And the whole story, it was a great story. And, it, and you know, I was like, wow, that's, that's really cool. You know, like, my neighbor is a superhero, I think was the name of it. And it's like, yeah, this guy always said that verse to me. And I was a kid. I never understood it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then it turned out to, like, be that pinnacle point in his life that he thought he was done. And, you know, he couldn't do what he was known for. And then he found a new avenue that Mm -hmm. was still similar. And then it just blew up. And, you know, it goes back to that verse. Take the light in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. you know and I feel that for you too you know like you have those desires in your heart too man like and you've you've been it's been what it's been more than just two years for Street Smart at this point right 38 long years 38 long years took a man 30 years to dig out of that prison uh, no, dude, but it's for real. Like, yeah, I, you could I uh, spend your whole life. My phone, my phone. It was so funny because we were talking about, you know, I put Street Smart established 2020. And really, that's when I was like, okay, boots to the ground. This is going to go off. And I'll have to look at the date. But I remember sitting in my car in my driveway at my old house mm-hmm. and I went on Facebook live I did a live video I set my phone up I wedged it in the steering wheel of my car mm-hmm. and the thing I was talking about was you know don't point out the speck in your brother's eye unless you pull the plank and this is before I knew the theological standpoint on that 
now I know that he was talking about people in the church, not people on the street, mm-hmm. you know, but I remember doing that and then watching on the screen, everybody that was tuning in <laughs> and they were, it was on my personal page. It wasn't a street smart page. And I did a 30 minute, I think. Dang. The first Just podcast. sitting there. That's the yeah. original podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it pops up and I still have the video somewhere. You should release it. And I was like, you know, and I, and I was just talking and then people are submitting their responses at this at real time. Their emojis. You're talking. Yeah. There was some. And then I would, I remember saying something like, oh, there was this one preacher that said this and I can't remember his name. And the guy was like, oh. Yeah, that was Alistair Begg. And I'm like, yeah, that guy. And then just going and just talking. And then people were responding, amen, brother, preach it, preach it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be, I would say, the day I said I'm going to do it. But then at that time, I was like, all these are going to go live. Like, I'm just doing them live. Live, 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 because that's where you get that. the inter. I, we haven't on this. We can. We should. And because I and at the time, and I and I don't know if Facebook it still does this, because I haven't got a lot of alerts, and maybe that's just because friends or people aren't going live. But at the time when one of your friends went live, it sent it out to everybody. Mm-hmm. This person's live, so everybody would click on your deal. What are they doing live? And so they have live on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and all that. But, you, yeah, you go live, and then all your friends were like, hey, 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 what's going on? And then you can see what they're saying in real time as you're talking. And then Facebook saves that video, and they keep it going. We haven't done that yet. We should. I think at least a couple times just to say, hey, reach out to the people who are following Street Smart. And we have, you know, I think the last time I looked, we have 1,300 followers. On Facebook, yeah. Yeah. So you go live. I don't, if it alerts everybody, they have an opportunity to say what they want to say. <laughs> Which is scary. It's scary. Bro. It's scary because we could be here, but this is this is another point that uh, you know he, we've talked about your brother co- coming on the team. Antone Sellers is so excited to want to join this team. He's really? going to be a pilot. He's going to be That's a commercial right. yeah, pilot, dude. just like uh, um, Ryan. Ryan, yeah. And he he studied from the best, and he's about to be. A commercial airline pilot. Not a little Cessna plane, but big plane. Passenger plane. After a few years, brother, I'll take a flight with you, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to watch how you do for uh, from a distance. But he's really excited. His dad, you remember Sunday or when he was like, hey, man, I really want to. Yeah. His dad has been, he's the latest member of street smart christian he went on all of our platforms and nice. facebook He's all of it man. ricky Ricky's shout out ricky good man um 
but Antone is he's fired up and it's like yeah I want somebody like that in my corner mm-hmm. he's a young man that was in my FCA he was uh, you know he's on fire for the Lord and he wants to help us out and he wants to do things but then like your brother mm-hmm. you know we've talked about having Brandon and I'm going to start bringing him up at every podcast yeah show up if Yo, you're going to talk about it bro. be about it I just changed my background to my thing. I got this cool image. Be about it. And a neon light on a brick wall. It says, be about it. Street smart Christian in small letters. Like, be about it. Like, I'm challenging you guys. Yeah. And uh, a lot of you guys, well, you know, I I like to do this and I like to do that. Mm -hmm. Play video games and hang out with my buddies and this and that. Well, I'm not challenging you to be a Bible thumper. I'm challenging you to be about it. Like you, if if you think you're you know you're cool and you're tough and you're doing all this and step into my world for ten seconds, let's see how tough you are. Jump in the ring for ten seconds. Outside of everything that you're doing now, <clears throat> jump in my ring for ten seconds, and then let me know how you feel. Because mm-hmm. I promise you're going to get beat to your knees. And you're going to get back up and you're going to feel like a million dollars, though. That's right where Christ wants us, bro. Exactly. Because you're already beat down. Mm-hmm. Something's already holding you down. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine the feeling of getting beat to your knees. And you're like, ah, ah, and then that spring just unloads and. Ah, and then you're like, that ah, feels great. But then now here comes life as a freight train. But now you're equipped. <coughs> with the the right boxing gloves and the right training to to hit it on the head so i am encouraging people like your brothers your brother and antone um come be a part of this come help us out who knows antone could be a third part of this podcast Mm -hmm. i don't know antone could be somebody who is great at producing Mm -hmm. uh he could he might be somebody who's great at social media or doing what he does to get he he was the ffa uh colorado chapter president of the whole state Dang. for the whole last year he's done public speaking he's done everything i have no doubt in my mind that he would be a very valuable asset to what we do your brother is an incredible techno technologically savvy guy yeah that does sound boards he he knows a lot about audio video Musically inclined. Musically inclined. All this stuff that meshes together that I just wish I had this much of what he probably already knows. And so I challenge those guys. Come on. Come help us. Come do it. You want to be a part of this? If it goes somewhere, then you will always be a part of it. I watched a... <clears throat> Even if it doesn't go anywhere, you're still I watched a, a podcast with Theo Vaughn and he just had Dana White on. Oh, yeah. And Dana White... Um, you know, he's pretty cocky guy. He's pretty, you know, he's Laser very rich. successful. He owns everything now, but he made a, he made a comment that really stuck with me. He said during the pandemic, when people were laying people off and we can't, and he said, he told his whole team, he told his whole team of people, uh, the heck was that? The ship goes down. Uh, all of us go down. Yeah. Not not the janitor goes down and this goes down. 
No, if the janitor goes down, I go down. We all go down. So we're in this together. We came up together. We go down together. Yeah. And that's the mentality that I have. It was just an email or or something that popped up. But. Is it another one's going to die, I think? What? Got half a battery. It's don't, a quarter. Don't interrupt the podcast because a quarter. I have to edit a lot more now. So now I have to listen for 35 minutes. I don't think Ed For you to a, say it's going to die. And I don't it's think not Ed even has down. a TH in it, bro. Edit. Edit. <laughs> I'm not doing podcasts with you. <laughs> so, Brandon, if you want to come be a co host, Antone. You got to get a mustache first. Oh, wait. Can your brother grab no. a mustache? <laughs> we no, we can't. Sorry, dude. I'm glad to put you on blast. Dang. Yeah. Dang, yeah. Dang that. That's horrible. Are you the only one then? Can your sister go with <laughs> Tina, can you I mean, go we're gonna We're going to throw everybody under the bus. No, my dad can Can she? You and her are the only one with My dad's black got hair. facial hair, bro. Yeah, but you and your sister are the only ones with black hair. It's not black. Okay. It's dark. We're not going to go to do this right now. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I mean, it, it is. The beeping in my ear. My hair is blonde. <laughs> my hair is blonde. You have red hair. Exactly. And you have black hair. <laughs> so You have no hair. You have brown mixed with you. You got your mom mixed in there a little bit. And she's got blonde. I know. It's mixed in a little bit with you. And so your brother definitely got your mom's side. He's got the light brown hair. Yeah, they got the mom and grandma. You and your sister got dad for sure. I mean, you look like that and your sister looks like your dad. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She don't listen to this anyway. I don't know. She doesn't. Neither does Brandon. No. I'm going to probably put it all over Snapchat. I'm going to take little clips, put it on her Snapchat, and just keep sending it to her. And I'm going to just not listen. Probably get blocked real quick. But real, real quick. Lost yeah. the train of thought with that battery beep. Uh, no, I, I I wrapped it up with that. People talking about it, being about it. You know who else talked about it and was about it was Daniel. Uh, I'm just going to go off on a little thing before you go on your whole theological rant about, well, Daniel was... You know, Nebuchadnezzar and Bathsheba or whatever. <laughs> uh, Shadrach, Meshach, we, and Abednego. Yeah, you know, those were their given names. That wasn't their real names. Yeah, that's what Balthasar, or no, uh, Balthasar, what? Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar gave him, yeah. Balthasar was the name Daniel got, but that was also the name of the third king that he... Named after Daniel. Mm, no, I don't think he was named after Daniel. Daniel was named after you know whatever gods they were worshiping so no his real name was Belteshazzar <clears throat> his given name was Daniel thought it's alright you know I'm gonna edit this out his I name was Daniel Nebuchadnezzar gave him the name of Belteshazzar yeah you're right his name was Daniel. And I believe. Please, please. 
Daniel, his name is from God or the, it's something about God from God or whatever. But yeah. And then they changed it to Belteshazzar and that was kind of the same meaning, but for their God, for Nebuchadnezzar's God. Yeah. And then Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, that wasn't their given name that was given to them by. Did we know their real? Yeah, I have it. In my we were talking about last night. I got the breakdown in my study Bible that showed their real names, what that meant, then their given name, and what that meant. Oh wow! But um, yeah, uh, talk about talk about it. Be about it. Um, he was ripped from his home. He was given a new name. He was a slave. Uh, he was in the king's court, and they uh, had a menu of food, and uh, he uh, he wasn't about that life. So he decided to talk to the the king's chef and was yeah, like, the guard who? Well, it was the chef, and said. Uh, can we have this instead? And the chef said, well, you know, I can get my head cut off for going against the king, but he, he did it anyways. And they do what's now known as a Daniel fast and they uh, ate vegetables and that was it. Which the food of choice, like they were eating pork and in the old Testament times, pork was dirty and Mm -hmm. Jews were, you know, told not to eat pork. So they didn't eat pork, and he didn't do it. And then he just stood by his guns. And God provided, like, yeah, you know. And then uh, every time it got shady, he he was gifted prophecy and could uh, tell them what their dreams were about and stuff like that. And then he lived to be an old man. And then uh, and all the kings loved him too. Yeah, they did. And then the one king that really his was his best friend. Yeah. His son. About, about, uh, Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, well, I don't know if his son or his nephew, because they both, um, but the one that threw him in the lion's den. Didn't want to. He didn't want to. Like, It'd be like me, like, they're like Kevin. We're gonna throw him. I'm like, oh, hey, bro, sorry. Aren't you the king? Like, Can't make you it out. No? And uh, they threw him in there, and then the king was just like, <laughs> he's like, my friend is gone. And then uh, they came back, and he lived. He's like, oh, good job, bro. Good job, good job. But uh, yeah, he was faithful. He talked about it. He was about it. That was somebody that. You know, I'm going to dig a little deeper in as we go throughout these Bible studies and these podcasts. Didn't he get thrown in the lion's den because... And he was old. They made praying illegal. Praying to other gods other than their gods He he said something and then the the king was like, eh, I'm not worried about it. Second floor, he's like praying out the window. But people told him like, hey, that he's doing this and he shouldn't be doing this. You got to make an example. So they did and then he came out unscathed and then the king was like oh thank you god because the middle king um i think that was uh nebuchadnezzar's son or whatever was all living that high life and went into their deal where nebuchadnezzar stole all the israelites 
things from God, the gold and all this and that. And he locked them away, but his son was like, no, I'm going to take these over and drink wine out of them. Like, these are nice. And then there was a hand that wrote on the wall. And uh, the king's like, what is that? So Daniel came and... In his dream? You're going to die. No, they were at a banquet in a hand. I don't remember that part of the story. Yeah, a hand wrote on the wall. Basically saying, you're gonna, you guys are going to die tonight. And they're like, no. And then Daniel was like, and they're like, no, that's no way. Well, they all died. The king, everybody, they died. From what? God. (laughs) (laughs) Because they weren't supposed to be doing what they were doing, and they did it anyways. Uh, So it's a, don't quote me on this. Like, I'll go through Daniel a little more in depth. But the long and short of it is, they weren't supposed to be doing what they were doing, and they were just like, ah, ha, ha, party like it's 1999, and they did it anyways. And then a hand showed up and was writing on the wall, and the, the, the writing, writing on the is wall. on the wall. Yeah. Chapter 5. Yeah, and so it basically the writing was like, because you did this, you're going to die. And they're it's, like, no, we're not. Still King Belteshazzar. That was that. Oh, no, that was the yeah, 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 yeah. That is Nebuchadnezzar's son. Okay. And so he's like, ha 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 ha. Like I, when I was listening to the story, I could see him like drinking wine and eating. Like, <laughs> yeah, look at that. I don't know what that's all about. That's crazy. Get Daniel. Why is all this crazy stuff happening? And then dead. <laughs> Dude, I don't remember this story. I haven't read this one. Yeah, they all died. And then I think Caiaphas or whatever was after this. Yeah, he saw the hand and then his knees became weak. He died. Yeah, he died. He was like, (laughs) yeah, he died. God put the writing on the wall. That's where that the writing is on the wall. His face grew more pale. He died. His nobles were baffled. They all died. Yeah. Jeez, dude, this one's a good one. Yeah, it is. I I listened to uh, Alan Parr do a, a a short summary of the book of Daniel, and he was talking about this. Like after Nebuchadnezzar, then this guy was like living the high life. Damn, we're gonna party! And then because the, when Belteshazzar, or not Belteshazzar, Nebuchadnezzar took over Israel. He took all their treasures and everything yep. that was gifted to them by God and he locked them away and never to be used again. But then he died after, and then the son took them and was like, well, I want to use these treasures. Like, I'm, these were all gifted to the Israelites from God. Mm-hmm. And so they took them and they started drinking wine out of them. They started partying and getting wasted and then a hand wrote yep. on the wall and then they died. But you, Belteshazzar, his son, yeah. have not humbled yourself. Yeah. Though you knew all this, all this stuff about his dad, like having God, locking it all up. God yeah. protected him a little bit. Yeah. Nebuchadnezzar for. Yeah, ne- because Nebuchadnezzar became a believer. He did. Yeah, through Daniel, because Daniel interpreted his dreams, and then they threw uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the furnace, but they came out, and Nebuchadnezzar witnessed them coming out. And so he made it. He didn't become a believer right then, but he said, 
no one should blaspheme the gods. Like the people that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego pray to is okay. Like nobody should put them in jail for that. Like I just witnessed them come out of the fire and Daniel. So Daniel interpreted his dreams. Them three came out of the fire and, and Nebuchadnezzar was like, okay. And then as Nebuchadnezzar got older and, and the dreams were interpreted, then he became a follower of, of God. Yeah. He's like, Oh, okay. Well then he dies. His son takes over. So Nebuchadnezzar already made these things like, okay, you cannot, these guys cannot be martyred for their faith anymore because they walked out of the fire like they're good. So whoever, whatever God they pray to is, is good. That's okay. Whatever. Even if it wasn't Nebuchadnezzar's God, Daniel, the same way he interprets the dreams, the, uh, the nations coming and attacking, like he tells them beforehand. So now his son knows everything that his dad said, but his son is now in power and he's like, (laughs) I'm going to party it up. Like I'm the King. Now I can do what I want. Nobody Mm -hmm. can tell me. Then God's hand shows up and was like, Hey, you know, I did this for your dad and he knew not to do this. Like that was a no, no. And I showed him by these guys come up, but you're going to do it anyway. So Belteshazzar takes all the, the gold and stuff that he took from Israel and he's pouring wine in the chalices and they're drinking it and they're partying at a banquet. All the nobles and everybody's there. They're having a big party. And then a hand writes on the wall, whatever I'm sure it says in there. And yeah, I just, it says it right here. God has numbered the days of your reign yeah. and brought it to an end. Yes. So you then, have been weighed on the scales and found wanting. Yeah. Your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes, Medes and Persians. Yeah. So that's these are Darius the people. Came after. Yeah, Darius. That's right, Persian Darius. King. So then this king is like, this is. So then Daniel is like, he's asking Daniel like, what does this mean? And he's like. <clears throat> means you're done like basically and then that but, same day that same night they all yeah. die Belteshazzar commanded Daniel was clothed in purple and gold chain was placed around his neck mm-hmm. and he was proclaimed the third highest ruler in the kingdom yep that very night Belteshazzar king of the Babylonians was slain yeah he de- he just died <laughs> So someone killed him from well, what that says someone so killed him what, what the theologians say is he was slain by God he doesn't explain like no, but they're they're saying that he just him and all this nobles were dead. So then Daniel was supposed to be. Uh, so then the next guy comes and in. Darius liked him too. Because so Darius that's when he is the, the one who puts den, him in the lion's den. But didn't want him to go there. So Darius. So that's how Daniel got thrown in the lion's den. So he's the third in command, right? And then you got mm-hmm. Darius, and and Daniel is way up here in rank. Like mm-hmm. he's. He's the man. Third, third most powerful. But then everybody's looking at Darius going, well, here's the most powerful. But he's praying to this God. He's doing this. This is against everything that we fought. You can't do this. And I, and somewhere in here, Daniel does something where, and they're like. Yeah, he's he's praying out on the second floor. And they're the like, no, no. They're like, this everyone. guy is blaspheming everything. He mm-hmm. And so you have to make an example out of Daniel. Mm-hmm. Like if you, and, and he's like, well, no, this guy has been helping me out. He's got these prophecies from God, mm-hmm. these nations that are, t- oh, I can't do that. And they're like, well, if you don't do it, then they're going to uprise and they're going to take you out. Like, and then Daniel's going to be the king. You're going to be done. He's like, oh, 
So they put him in the lion's den, and, and then he's going, oh, man. I really love this guy. I, don't, I wonder if he prayed to Daniel's God. I don't know. God, right? I don't know. But Daniel comes out of that lion's den, and he's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> so I don't know if it – so he's got Nebuchadnezzar, Belteshazzar, and then Darius. Darius. And then there's – and he converts Darius. at the Like Darius mm-hmm. is converted after the, the – Dan, the, all the kings – Except for Belteshazzar. And what sounds like Belteshazzar was converted up until his death. Like, he's yeah, like, oh, he's a, okay, here you he's go. He's very important. And then he dies. And Nebuchadnezzar was converted. He converts these guys. But so what we don't know is Daniel lived a very long life. He was thrown in the lion's den when he's like in his 70s and 80s. Really? Like, yeah, he's an old man at this point. And then uh, Darius... King Darius is converted. And then he has another dream. The first dream was like of colors. The second dream was he interpreted was uh animals from the east. Yeah. Eagle, four, the, four the the, the lion beasts. and all the and then he's like, these guys are and this is one of the prophecies, I believe, that when they talk about the United States, the West was never mentioned. Yeah. But those have not come to fruition yet. A lot of the things that Daniel prophesized, when the east grows and the and the wet or the east and the north and the south, they all grow. Which we know the east is China, and you know Pakistan and Israel and all this. They all grow. They, there's another big war. And in Revelation, I believe it talks about that when those. But yeah, but Daniel stood true to everything through Nebuchadnezzar, through Belteshazzar, through Darius, through all of these. Nothing shook them, shook him from his faith. Yeah. Yeah, Belteshazzar was like, "Yeah, I'm talking trash," and he's like, "Well, you're gonna die." Here's here. No, 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 no. And he gives him all this power, but it still didn't. Didn't yeah. yeah. And then Daniel still did what he had. He's like still. Think about that too. Like he was the, in the only place of power. sidekick is what I got to say. All these sidekicks are like, let me tell your future. Daniel's the only one that could ever do that. He's the only one gifted by God that can determine. Yeah. And and interpret your dreams. Well, he has a lot on the end of days. So I think a lot of people like to think, well, I could be like Daniel. I can interpret dreams. Oh, no, you didn't get that gift from God. Yeah. Daniel did. He was a, he was like 12 when they took him from yeah, his home kid. in Israel. He was a little kid. And then he just as a teenager or whatever. And the king's like, yeah, you're my slave. Bring me the, the, uh, the most knowledgeable of Jews and give me the best looking the Jews best. and the cream the of the best. Crop. And so here we go. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, Daniel. They're like, that's not your name no more. It's Belteshazzar. Daniel's Belteshazzar. And then the other Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, that's your names. Uh-huh. Uh, here, you guys are slaves. Do the dishes, do this and that. Now you guys are the best of the Jews. So you're going to sit in the King's court and, Whatever the king eats, you're going to eat. And Daniel says, hey, I don't want to eat that. Well, you have to, or I'm going to get my head chopped off. <sighs> that sucks for you, but I'm not going to eat that. Can I, we just, I won't, 
They won't, they won't even notice. And and so and so the the chef's like, mm. so there had to be a little bit of God there. That's he's like, okay, well, he's gonna notice if you guys are getting scrawny and not eating this pork chops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And so then they come out at the end of eating all that stuff. That's why there's a Daniel fast now. Like, oh, no, don't you don't have to do that. That's what Daniel did. He eats all these vegetables and this and that, and then all four of them come out looking studlier and more weight than anything. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I must be eating good. No, they just stuck to what they knew. And then people can argue the fact that, you know, we talked about this in Bible study about um, render to Caesar what is Caesar's. You know, uh, submit to the governing authorities. Mm-hmm. You have to do this. This is what was in the New Testament. Submit to your governing authorities. I put them in the place where they're at. But I as long as they don't. Yeah, isn't that crazy to think about? But then dude? Daniel did opposite. He did not submit to the governing authorities. He flipped the middle finger to him and said, "Um." He did so, that without actually doing that. But right? then when we get down to the brass tacks, in the Old Testament, there was the law. Mm-hmm. And the law said this. Daniel was obeying God's law, not the king's law. Mm-hmm. Now we have the New Testament. Things are a little different. Pay your taxes, obey the law. These guys, you know, God put them in place and power mm-hmm. for a reason. Everything I mean, is for the greater good of all God. All the laws we have today are pretty close to biblical law. Oh, well, follow them, even whatever. Until they tell you that you cannot worship your God and you cannot study this book and you cannot read that no more, follow the law. Mm-hmm. But if when they tell you you can't do this anymore, that's when you can say, nope not doing it yeah and there's a lot of crazy laws in this country but none of them as far as i know say you can't freedom of religion practice your religion you can't practice your book you can't proclaim christ once they tell you that then you can tell them to do whatever pound sand (laughs) but up until then we got to follow the laws they say you got to pay this you got to pay it they say you got to do your property tax you got to pay your property tax you can pull over for a speeding ticket. You better obey the law. Don't speed and pay that ticket. Mm-hmm. Period. End of subject. Yeah. You can still be a child of God. and Yeah, we're human and we're going to get really mad mm-hmm. at those things. But uh, you got to render to what it is. But you can still have the faith and the boldness of Daniel when it comes to God and this book, the Bible. Yeah. None of us have this much of what Daniel had. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they say. But then you got Christ saying all you need is a mustard seed. You sit there with the President of the United States and they put a gun barrel in your mouth and say, eat that pork chop. You're going to eat the pork chop. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Juletas are great. Yeah, I know. Juletas are amazing. I know. That's why. Do you think that when they were like, Jews can't eat pork and then somebody came out and he's like, <laughs> you guys want some chicharron? <laughs> They were like, oh, dude. Hey! <laughs> yeah, dude, that's... I'm hungry, though. I still have that. Some chicharrones. That I microwave still, chicharrones? Yeah, I you still You never have, used it? They're on top of my microwave. Use them. My daughter is always like, eh, no, 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 She would love them, dude. I think you gave me the spicy ones, though. They're, they're not that bad. Jack's eats them. Okay. Every so time she's we watch football, not them. two yet. 
He tries to eat them every day. I'm like, dude, no. Limit mm-hmm. yourself. We All sit right. there and we watch football and eat each other. I forgot when you gave them to me. I remember I went home and put them on my microwave. But, like, we have a cabinet. So it's like the microwave and the it's cabinet. Hidden. So, yeah, then it was out of sight, out of mind. And then I was holding Ella one day and she's like, Shh. And I was like, oh, man. You got to try them. I know I will. But I, it's got to be a special moment. Yeah, like Christmas. We're going to be so gathered good. around. And Once you like, start, you won't be able to stop. Do they pop like popcorn? Is that no, how it works? You, just, right. you flatten the bag out, you shake them around so they're spread out, and then you put it in for two minutes. They puff up? or They puff up, dude. Right. It's crazy, man. So like popcorn. It doesn't pop, though. But when you open it right after it's hot, it's covered. Like That's rice because Krispies. it's fat. It's like Rice Krispies. Burning. It's like Rice Krispies, bro. It talks to you. Yeah, like flesh. Feed me. Are you ruining it? I'm not trying to, but. Uh... <sighs> so let's be bold like Daniel. Yeah, man. That's our test. Um, it's a great book to read. I we'll mean, talk about what we're going to do for next week. It's Thanksgiving uh, next week. Um, see what's going on. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Um Thanksgiving at your house? I don't know. I don't know yet. My mom... Send me the Addy, bro. Huh? Send me the Addy. Lamar. (laughs) Who's Lamar? Colorado. Oh, you're going to your... I don't know yet. I don't know. I don't know. It depends how everything goes around my place. I don't know. I'm just going to go with the flow. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for ability that we get to do this every week. Yeah. Throughout all the crap that we go through mm-hmm. in life. We don't get paid for this. We don't get anything. Uh this is we don't have any sponsors. We don't we don't get any money for our ministry. I think we get closer to Christ. Uh but we do this every week because that's what we want to do. We don't get a lot of uh it's whatever. It's all you can't create, quantify, or control the ministry and uh we haven't tried to do any of that and little god winks here and there where we go okay oh yeah yeah so you know i'm just gonna go with the flow and i'm thankful that we get to do this and um thankful what what the good lord has put on us and uh none of us are sleeping in the cold yeah you're taking care of your aunt and uncle and your son yeah and uh, you got the ability to keep doing that mm-hmm. and uh i'm got a daughter and two daughters and they're both clothed and roofed and eaten and everything is good and no matter how life hard life gets christ didn't promise it was going to be easy he just told us to take up our cross and follow him daily and they hated him first so they will hate us so Mm -hmm. he never never once said that hey follow me and it's going to be great and you guys are going to have a party and potlucks and rainbows and butterflies everybody's going to hug you and do this no he said just uh Take up your cross and follow me. Mm-hmm. Period. I will make you fishers of men. And because they hated me first, they will hate you. Yeah. Later. <laughs> so happy hol- happy Thanksgiving. We'll yeah. see you guys before the holidays. We'll do a holiday special. Um, maybe for a holiday special, we'll bring on some guests. There you go. If you're going to talk about it, be about it, Adam. 
Okay. <laughs> He's excited about the guests. <laughs> Can't you tell? Next time we're on here, we're going to get a red beanie. Yeah. With our guests. Be about it. Mm-hmm.